Good morning, Borida. Hope you're doing well, everybody. Hope you're not uh, in bed right now. If you're listening, get up, get moving, get walking. Please make walking part of your lifestyle. I know it's it's so easier said than done, but it's also so easy to do at the same time if you really do think about it. Just going out the door, five minute, ten minute walk in the morning. Trust me, these little things are the things that matter. Anyway, I want to talk about research today, and it kind of backs what I've always thought. Or what I've always tried to do with turtle, especially the masterclass, the 14 days of curiosity and experimenting and all that stuff. So, does curiosity actually lead to change? This is what the research looked at. Okay, so they looked at um, in the new study that at the University of Wisconsin Madison and the University of Toronto combined research in two different areas, curiosity and nudges, to see if they could change people's real life behavior for the better. Their objective here was to find out if they could entice people to do what they should do, so take the stairs, buy more produce of like fruits and veg and all that, versus what they want to do, use the elevator, buy less healthy foods, right? So a quick background on what nudges means. Nudges is something like um, a company auto-renewing you on the pension plan, um, so you opt in, like opt in, okay, done, nudging you to do that energy bill giving you like comparisons versus other people in the neighborhood like you're 10% better this as a nudge to keep doing that calories on menus might be a nudge and like hey this is a high calorie nudging you maybe maybe you should make a better choice who knows um so there's a lot of nudges that kind of push you in a certain way to like hey maybe do this or like you do this but it's not really driven by any sort of curiosity like so curiosity um can potentially fill the gap of not having to rely on nudges. Like, can you do nudges and curiosity, right? So what the results showed is, in the two separate experiments, the scientists found that curiosity lures, or lures, combining curiosity with a nudge, succeeded in encouraging healthy behavior. So experiment one, every day for four weeks, the researchers placed new trivia questions near a building's elevator, but they posted the answers in a nearby stairwell, so people would have to take the stairs to see them. Another stairwell elevator pair in the same building displayed a sign about the energy savings of taking the stairs. That's a nudge, right? So the nudge is just like, hey, energy saving. The other one is nudge plus curiosity, right? The researchers counted how many people used each stairwell before and after they started posting the trivia questions. The stairwell with the trivia answers Right, so the trivia answers of the nudge and curiosity saw so nearly 10% increase in traffic, whereas the other staircase didn't see a significant boost. Experiment two, over six weeks, the researchers posted 40 fruit or vegetable related jokes in the produce section of a grocery store. They placed the punchlines nearby attached to those little plastic clips that keep bread bags closed. Then they measured the sales of the produce items while the jokes were posted to see if they were higher or lower than sales the year before. They also compared sales of the same produce in a different store from one year to the next. The joke about produce items, so what did the beets, why did the beets blush because they saw the salad dressing, <laughs> had increased sales whereas those items in the other store didn't. Apparently people were so eager to learn the punchline they ended up buying the beets, beetroot, right? So we have to... I, I, I do believe this, like, you have to be curious about um, learning about your health. You, you we I can nudge you all day, like, hey, walking will save your life. You know, walking reduces all-cause mortality. Um, doing strength training, 
it's going to improve your health and life. Uh, might have some anti-aging benefits of doing workouts. You know, tracking your macros and calories, you can lose some fat, right? But how about being curious at the same time? Like, how strong can you get by just doing three workouts a week for 20 minutes each? Who knows? I don't know. Let me know. Um, how... And have a, like I know these are jokes and trivia related, but really we want to be curious about our own bodies. Like we have to be. If you're just looking at this process, like I'm just doing this to lose a bit of weight and all that, you're not being curiosity driven. You're just looking at it like, ah, oh, well, like, I suppose I have to do this. You don't have to do anything. You can just carry on how you're doing. Unless you're curious, and I'm lucky in a sense that I feel I'm curious naturally. It does. It's not like um. It's not a struggle for me to go and read something for ages about something or do an experiment on this and test this ad out and do that thing. Like it comes naturally, which which I'm lucky to have. Some people, some of you might not have the curiosity drive um, as like quite a natural thing. So you have to maybe see what you can be curious about. You know, I mentioned this in my annual review, like the places I visited in 2020 were because of my curiosity of these places after reading about them and all the history, like... And then it was an amazing trip, found a lot of stuff out. So what can we be curious about today, right? What can we be curious about today and use that to see if we can combine curiosity and a nudge, such as if you do this, you'll improve your health. What can we do at today? Now, I do have a task for all of you to do, actually. So if you have a, you won't have a pen and paper on hand, but if you do have um, notes on your phone out or something like that, if you get your notes out on your phone, I want you, if some of you are struggling, which some people seem to be struggling with tracking in the app, scanning foods and all that, let's go back to a more basic form of tracking. So we can use this form and system. So what I want you to do is, before every meal today, I want you to give yourself a hunger rating from one to five. One being not hungry at all, five being hungry, right? Step two, I want you to write down what you actually ate without measuring it, weight-wise or whatever, but just estimate it. And so you can say, I, I had, I think, 50 grams of rice, 100 grams of rice, whatever. Um, step three, after you've eaten the meal, I want you to write down your fullness rating using the five-point scale again. So number one would be barely, barely feel like I ate anything. And five would be stuffed and uncomfortable, right? And then step four is to write down um, all your thoughts and feelings after the meal. Don't hold back and you have to be very honest in this. Right? So if we can do this today and um, re-listen to this part so you can write it down, I'll post it in the group as well. This is being curious about like how hungry we actually be before our meals. How um, do our meals satisfy us at any point? Like, do we actually get satisfied from the meals we're eating? You might be like, I can't believe it. I'm only slightly satisfied by the meals I'm eating. Maybe I need to drink water before every meal. Maybe I need to really load them up with veggies and make beef them out. Maybe I need to eat slower, right? And then you might notice in step four when you talk about your thoughts and feelings, you might notice that you are thinking things like, oh, if I eat this, I'll never lose weight. I'll never do it. We've got one member, obviously not going to mention names, um, but very interesting insight was um, hunger feeling three, right, after eating, so moderately full of eating... Um, corn kima minced corn minced kima with peas and rice around 60 grams of rice 200 grams of kima fullness feeling three starting to feel a bit shaky before making dinner as I've, if i need food that's a good insight you need to eat more on your lunch 
enjoyed it but felt like I ate loads once I'd finished and thought I'm never going to lose weight if I keep eating like this. Really craving something sweet all evening and it genuinely affected my mood which is ridiculous. Didn't have anything though. Very interesting, see? And we never judge ourselves, okay? I never judge, I'll never judge people's thoughts because our thoughts and stuff can get wild, right? A few interesting observations from this one is fullness feeling of three, right? Which is good, moderately full. That's probably where we want to get comfortable being. So we're going to go, I'm feeling moderately full. That's enough for me. Great, let me leave you that. Enjoyed it, which is good. Felt like I ate loads. So maybe it'd be very so obviously we're not measuring here with the app but it would be useful next time to actually measure it all out and actually work out the exact calories and macros of the food so you can know if it's a lot in calorie sense or not because you might be off you might think that's a lot but actually it wasn't much right but once finished this is the interesting part i'm never going to lose weight if i keep in like this that thought see we all we all have thoughts i guess we will have thoughts i guess uh maybe all our lives because we have been Oh, it's been driven into us that we must eat clean. We must eat um, low-calorie meals. We have to. It's the only way. You've got to eat unprocessed foods only. That's the only way you're going to lose weight. And that's really in the back of our minds, right? No, there's no escaping it. That's, that's been drilled into us, conditioned into us. We can't really change that. Um, those memories, experiences, emotions to those things are going to be there over years. But you can be aware of them and be like, I'm never going to lose weight if I keep eating like this. That is a byproduct of what we do call diet culture whatever you want to call it that you're conditioning nothing you can do about it so don't judge the thought but it's an interesting thought it's an interesting thought because the thoughts coming from a feeling likely trying to explain a feeling you got feeling bad for eating maybe a food you think is bad because minced kima rice and kima might think that's bad and that might be an automatic reaction i think that's bad but we have to be aware of that and say it's not bad. No food is good or bad. Some foods are more nutrient dense than others. Remember that. Yeah. And remember the research I've cited recently. Flexible approaches to eating are linked with lower body weight, right? Less chance of disordered eating. Better relationship with food. Rigid eating is the the opposite. Higher body weight, higher risk of disordered eating, right? And makes people feel terrible and also linked to more depressive symptoms and anxiety right so rigid eating is really bad and i'm using the word bad there because genuinely the research is it's bad to think of food is bad so we have to look at things and go right if i keep labeling foods bad and actually taking that seriously it's going to impact my mood clearly impacted the mood here you can see it now craving something sweet which is fine it's normal that we crave something sweet after we have a meal it's just how we we eat usually when we eat something like that or it's just could be just a habit. Um, genuinely affect my mood. So it affected the mood because craving something sweet. We can always we can always eat sweet things after a meal. It's weird. I I, I think I, I mentioned a study in this before. I can't exactly remember what it, what it means. Uh, what, but there is something about this. Um, evolutionary, we want we wanted sweet foods, high calorie sweet foods. It was good. Senses go nuts. We need that to survive back in the day. So now we haven't really, we don't have the need for that, but it seems that that can bypass uh, fullness stuff, feeling full and desiring it more than feeling full and comfortable, which is interesting. But yeah, try this out because you learn a lot by yourself. You learn a lot by the thoughts after your meals. You learn about if you are full or not. And the insight from this can help you change, make some, is nudges you into a different lifestyle or a certain um, 
lifestyle intervention and then being curious about finding out more might lead this to being a lifestyle being a curious being a curious experimenter of your own health is probably the best way to actually live a healthy life you might have seen this guy um on other news the other day brian johnson i think his name is he sold uh, this payment process of millions he's now trying to reverse his aging he's experimenting on his own body he's like 45 or something but he slowed down his biological aging or whatever he's done um and it all boils down right he's t- trying all these supplements whatever but it just boils down to uh, exercise eating in a slight deficit which is what is he doing he's eating in a 20 percent calorie deficit He's training, he's like reducing his body weight. He's eating lots of fruits and veggies and stuff like that. Just really basic stuff. I mean, he's probably claiming that the, the, the supplement stack is maybe optimizing everything. But in reality, if you get your steps done and you get your few workouts in and you're eating, you know, a good amount of unprocessed foods filled with micronutrients, but also not having a rigid approach causing mental disturbance, that's the, really the, the secret. Now, why don't we believe this, by the way? We don't believe that is it. But that is it. It really is. So do that. Let me know. I want I want people to let me know what they um what their thoughts were after eating their meals. And please be honest in this part. Like it doesn't matter how ridiculous it sounds or whatever, just just write it out and then let me know. And I'll share more on the podcast because I think a lot of people will get some really profound insights from this. So that's your task today. Based on the curiosity study, be curious about your eating and thoughts, fullness. And if you can send me a screenshot or something of your written notes about today at any point through Instagram or Mighty Networks, Facebook, whatever, I will then um, share them throughout this week. So yeah, have a good day. Have a curious day. <laughs> have a curious day about your health. Go on uh, testing things out, run experiments, see what happens. And I will see you all tomorrow.